The Movie Hour, episode 201, October 11th, 2012. Those of you that are new to The Movie Hour, we do swear a lot, and this episode might contain spoilers. Hello, hello, welcome to the John Malkovich, Malkovich Movie Hour. I'm Greg Maloney, and I'm uh, I'm pleased to be back with you guys in studios. I'm uh, here with my brother James, everyone's favorite brother James, and everyone's favorite Dutchman Jeff. Gentlemen, welcome back again for episode 201. 201, baby. All right, I like it. 201. Let's begin yep. the fun. I want to let you guys know that you know 200 episodes, the honeymoon phase is over officially. Like it's time to get serious. Like this is. Uh, you know, we're here to you know get things done. And... <laughs> Came here to chew bubble gum and do a great podcast. It's like I'm all out of gum. <laughs> uh, let's hope that they live remake is uh, on its way. I'm sure it is. Um, but yeah, it's uh, happy to happy to be back for episode 201. We survived, and it's uh, it's I don't know a lot of, a lot of little a lot of little going on in uh, Hollywood. Seven Psychopaths comes out this weekend. We've talked about that in the past. Seems like it'd be kind of seems like it'd be kind of good. It's got all, some reviews from film festivals and whatnot saying that the characters are badass as expected for uh, from the same creator writer in Bruges, which will be sweet. Um, but uh, yeah, Jeff, you gonna see that? You gonna see? Yeah, you know see, it. Uh, you know psychopaths? it. Yeah. Can we expect a seven psychopaths review from you next week, or uh, should I? I don't know about that. My my oh, schedule's yeah. a little. Uh little hinky these days what would the well, being married in two and a half weeks two and a half week countdown we've got it on the wall the excuses here. begin um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, expect yeah. it to continue my wife's got a headache we gotta go like that's that's pretty yeah, much gonna the watch the movie excuses. she told those me to stop kind. <laughs> what'd you say jeff those are the kid excuses those, <laughs> oh, are, those are the really good ones oh yep. god i would love to go to your thing but you know kids my kids yeah <laughs> my kid kids. can't do it can't do anything about it. James just hates it when I do really boring, awful shit. So <laughs> nothing against your event that you're planning, but uh, James, what were you saying? Nothing. I was just making fun of Jeff. It's not important. Don't make fun of Jeff. He's make, uh, Jeff, he's getting fun. married soon. Two and a half weeks, and uh, the big NYC. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. It's gonna be cool. Then I we can watch Seven Psychopaths when I'm in town. Yes. We'll just we'll just leave during the wedding. Do you have like a film festival like plan for us and stuff? That's what I want. Um, fireworks, no. fireworks. <laughs> uh, there will probably be Game Three of the World Series going on. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That will be that will be super cool. And uh, I'd say odds are pretty good that either the Tigers or the Yankees will be in it. So I mean, not that I'm like a big Yankees fan, but it would be kind of cool being in New York for the Yankees in the World Series for everybody. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. saying. Yeah, Detroit Lions get to kick off again next week this weekend. Oh, they're still Come letting on. them play in the don't, NFL? Don't laugh too much about them. <laughs> Their special teams are awful. I get it. Okay, no problem. Anyways, it's not important. The Detroit Lions, the Yankees, the Tigers, not important. What's important are movies, guys. We we talk about movies. That's what we're here for. We had a extremely uh, over uh, over uh, time episode last week, so maybe we can actually make up for it today. Uh, talk about business get everybody in and out, make some jokes about Jeff, Jim's age, and uh, keep it keep it to the script, guys. We'll keep it to the script. So, Greg, did you get hurt playing soccer this week? <laughs> <laughs> no, d- joke's on you. I didn't play soccer this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me good this time. Shit. 
So, movie reviews. Let's talk about some of the movies we caught over the week. Uh, I know there are a few of them. So, uh, Jeff, we'll start with you, and then we'll get back to your uh, special special thing later. You had a special surprise for us after this. For sure. All right. So, I... um... I saw two movies in the last because we didn't do reviews really last week. In the last couple weeks, I've seen two movies uh, worth noting. The first is Half Nelson by Ryan Fleck, who uh, also did, I guess, uh, he did. It's kind of a funny story that had Zach Galifianakis in it. It was I I saw it's kind of a funny story and it was all right. Half Nelson was a little bit grittier. It's about a uh, a teacher in like an urban area. It is. The shots are in Brooklyn. I'm not sure, like, if it actually mentions that he's in Brooklyn or not. But, um, but yeah, like an urban teacher who happens to be also addicted to crack, and uh, he kind of like makes he sort of like forges a friendship with like this with one of his students, and his students sort of dealing with like some difficulties in in like trying to do the right thing, and he's kind of trying to do the right thing, but not really. And it's sort of a I don't know. It's it's kind of a it was definitely worth watching. It wasn't exactly like the super uplifting, like Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dangerous Minds. Right. Yeah, it wasn't Dangerous Minds at all. But did uh, what was it? Coolio? Did he do the soundtrack or no? Coolio did do the soundtrack, but it still was no Dangerous Minds. Um, no, it was it was pretty cool. Um, you know, everybody's favorite handsome man, Ryan Gosling, plays the uh, the, the crack addicted teacher. And, um, I don't know, it's definitely like there, it's, it's one of those movies where, where you sort of watch it and you're not really sure who to root for, who not to root for, like what, like who's, who's good and who's not, what, right. what like it's, it's good, um, in that does, way. Does it seem like it's kind of a funny story was after half Nelson, obviously from 2010. And I like, I know that movie in terms of, you know, the protagonist, the, the main character being kind of. I don't know, jaded might not be it, but the, the kid in that, you know, is are recovering from what, like almost like suicide attempt. Suicide attempt, yeah. So in this, like, do you get the same feeling that like the main character just has all sorts of problems? Crack being an obvious one, but um, like it's kind of strange that both characters, the both he's written and directed, are just kids that people that have serious problems apparently. Yeah, I mean, I guess I I, I definitely see where you're coming from. Um, I think it's a different. Like it's a different kind of thing. Like whereas okay. I think the kid in that was sort of a little more like naive and definitely like uh, upset about the world. Um, this guy's a little bit more jaded, I guess. I guess you would say okay. than the kid. But um, I mean, I don't know. I, there are definitely some similarities in the movies. They're they're sort of stripped down. Uh, but like I said, Half Nelson was quite a bit more gritty. Um, yeah. yeah, I saw this movie. I've, I actually don't remember a whole lot about it. Must have been really good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was probably the whole not being able to root for anybody thing. Sometimes sometimes you get that. Before yeah. Get... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like it it was a, it was kind of a tough one, but I I, I liked it. Raisa didn't. Um I also <laughs> I also saw uh I also saw Melancholia, which I think what might be what Race said she didn't like because it's up on my IMDb screen right now. Uh, Race actually fell asleep about ten minutes into it, so it's really difficult to tell whether she liked it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Jury's still out. We're yeah, watch the hundred. But uh, yeah, Melancholia was a uh, 2011 movie by Lars Van Trier, uh, who also did Dancer in the Dark. Which yeah, done some weird shit. Yeah, um, and he, it's definitely like he was definitely part of that uh, that Dogma 95, and this isn't Dogma. 95 
per se, but it's definitely like you can tell there are some like uh, some elements of it. There's not a lot of uh, it's all shot on location. There's not a lot of outside like stuff, but there are some really stunning special effects in it, uh, but not like overdone, I guess. Okay. And uh, it's it's a pretty cool movie. It stars uh, Kirsten Dunst, and uh, it's actually got quite a few um, people in it. Uh, Charlotte Gainsbourg, who you would definitely recognize. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Let's see. <laughs> or Christensen, rather. John Hurt, Stellan Skarsgård, Udo Kier, Kiefer Sutherland. Um, pretty star-studded cast, and everybody's pretty good in it. Uh, it's split into two halves. and Well, it's got sort of like an introduction, where the introduction is like this super slow-motion thing of like, uh, kind of bouncing back and forth between everybody uh, or like or some of the main characters uh, moving in really slow motion and doing sort of some strange things and Earth on a collision course with this huge planet and like the little introduction ends with Earth colliding into this huge planet and just like basically being um, obliterated. Sweet. And, uh and then the first part starts, and it's Kirsten Dunst in like this extremely uh, expensive wedding uh, reception. With uh, she's just married Alexander Skarsgård, and it, the wedding reception is at her sister's husband's like estate, and y- you can tell, and it's like sort of been mentioned that it's it's it was really really expensive, and uh, yeah. Um, and uh, she is just like an awful bride and is clearly dealing with like bouts of depression and stuff. And like uh, by the end, like it's it's kind of an awkward uh, hour watching that. And by, <laughs> um, by the end of this, the uh, the husband and his family like eventually like leave, leave entirely. And like basically the, the marriage is already dissolved and um, it's 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 pretty, uh, pretty bad. And then uh, the second part is afterwards she goes back after dealing with like serious depression to this estate um, or she arrives back at this estate having dealing with serious depression and um, there's a lot of stuff about like um, online and in the news about this this planet that's been like hiding behind the sun uh, and most people think it's not going to collide with the earth but some people think it is and just people like the I guess there are only really a few people it's her her sister her sister's son and her sister's husband, Kiefer Sutherland, uh, trying to like sort of deal with how this is going to work and um, like the different ways of looking at it, like uh, like depression and acceptance or like denial or science, like scientific reason and stuff like that. And it's kind of interesting. Uh, how much like how much later is it supposed to be part two than uh, part question, sort of ambiguous? OK, OK. But you get a, a sense like it's a year at least or something. Uh, like? I would say not. But oh, OK. Uh, a lot in this is actually very ambiguous. Um, OK. <laughs> and, uh, it's it's definitely like like you said, Lars Venture or Lars Venture are known for kind of doing some weird shit. Yeah. It like falls into that category. Some of the uh, the visual effects are just absolutely uh stunning they're but they're like i said they're not like overused so when they are used it's really like really effective and um i don't know it's one of those movies like i i guess it's not like mulholland drive at all but do you remember the first time you watched mulholland drive you're like wow what yeah. the fuck did I just see? <laughs> yes. And then you start thinking about it and like, you know, kind of like ingest it a little bit more and you're like, ah, I kind of like that. Like that was pretty cool. Like I like it. And uh, that's how I feel about this movie. I, I, I like it. It was, you definitely have to be patient. Like there's not, there's a lot of like, 
quiet and like you really have to dig into the characters to be entertained and all that stuff and like enjoy the scenery and stuff like that but it is uh it is a pretty cool movie so you obviously go ahead James. i was gonna say so kirsten dunce's role seems like it'd be pretty challenging how do you think she did i thought she was very good actually um i think yeah, cause uh, i haven't been impressed with her since like you know the vampire movie where she was like four or whatever. Four, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she was, uh, I mean, she definitely held her own. She wasn't she, like, she, she wasn't, she wasn't like distracting in any way, shape or form. Um, like she, you know what I mean? Like it was, right. you, you definitely like, I wouldn't say she was like fantastic, but she definitely, she definitely did great. She's surrounded by some pretty talented, uh, actors and actresses too. Like Scar- that Charlotte Gainsbourg chick, like she's really good. And, um, you know, uh, the, the, the Kiefer Sutherland's not exactly a slouch. Uh, John Hurt plays her father, and he's he's pretty excellent. Like it was it was pretty good. Udo Kier, dude, we need to put him as a friend of the show immediately. Kier, sure, he's in everything. <laughs> um, that's a great idea. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, it sounds like it's definitely worth a watch, at least according to you. Do you? Uh, I was gonna bring up the similar th- same thing. Like, who stood out the most from this movie? If Kristen Dunst held her own, did anyone actually like? Oh my god, that guy was awesome in this. Um, you know, it was one of those where like so much of the screen time is dominated by just a few people that it's hard. Right. Okay. Everybody else right. pretty much played very supporting roles. I will say that John Hurt, I mean, no surprise. He, he was yeah. a pretty small role, but John Hurt was pretty damn excellent in this. Can we all agree that Kiefer Sutherland's gotten to the point where he's just Kiefer Sutherland? And not. So, kind of uh, like Samuel. Yeah. He's so just like, he's, I'm he's, just seeing Kiefer oh, no matter right, what. Right, right, right. We're we're, we never have to say like what he, like his actual character or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, he's just always going to be, you know, Kiefer Sutherland in a movie, not some actor. That Three Musketeers yeah. movie was so good. When... <laughs> he blended in. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I can buy that. Um, and he was basically Kiefer Sutherland in this. So, um, but no, it was, I mean, it was kind of cool. Like it's on, uh, it's, it's streamable on, uh, everybody's least favorite streaming website. Yep. And, uh, so I'd recommend you do that. It's definitely a tough one though. Like, I, like while I was watching it, there were definitely times where I was like, uh, I'm getting, uh, going to get up and make myself another drink here and maybe check the <laughs> sports score. And, but like, I'm, I'm glad I stuck, I'm glad I stuck with it. It was cool. So you don't you think this is gonna have the lasting effect that uh, Mahan did? No? Um, at this point, I mean, who knows? I liked it. I mean, what can I say? Like, I definitely have found myself like sort of thinking about it and like the days having seen it and like, okay, well, what was that all about? Like, what did that mean? And just you know, some of the like some of the scenery is just gorgeous because like it's all on this really really amazing estate and uh, yeah, I don't know, it's just cool. I uh, I I'm just asking you a ton of questions because i don't really want to get to my movie review which isn't going to be very long whatsoever i uh as promised and many times before i uh do a lot of drunken features mm-hmm. uh, which involves you know getting a little little intoxicated and going catching uh, movies that i wouldn't plan on seeing in any other form or condition uh <laughs> i uh ended up catching resident evil retribution um which i should mention the first, like, I know the first Resident Evil was a long time ago. It's probably like 2001 or something at this point. But um, the first movie I liked, and the second movie wasn't bad either. There's, this is the fifth, I think. Um, and uh, this came out like two weeks ago, and it's another uh, Paul W. S. Anderson movie, who's the master of 
terrible video game uh, video game movies. Who's the other guy? I'm trying to remember the other guy. Uve or something. Yeah, no, U Bowl. Is that who we're talking Uwe about? Uve Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Uwe Bowl. yeah. There are a couple people that have mastered the the cheap action movie that it's gonna make money and usually uh, transpose from a, a video game. But anyhow, <laughs> um, I don't remember that much of the movie other than. Kind of like Jeff's movie started in slow mo. This movie and a lot of it is in slow mo, and it's uh, <laughs> yeah. the beginning. The yeah. beginning of it is just uh, a really quick reintroduction to the the franchise. Just in case you missed the last four movies, um, which is no surprise. I have. Yeah, so it'll yeah, be. Quick. I don't think I've seen any of these. You'll be caught. You'll be caught up quickly. Um, but what what's amazing is even in my state, like usually, you know, I I get a little drunk, so I enjoy the movie more. Um, I just could not, this movie was so bizarre. Like it seemed like this movie itself was a video game, which I guess might be, uh, um, attractive to some, but it was extremely bad and I don't, I don't want to waste, uh, too much time. The other weird thing is they cast a lot of people from the earlier, um, from the earlier, uh, movies because it was a situation where they were like replaying fighting clones. So they decided it was okay for them to bring in actors from previous um, movies and have them play the same character they played in the original movies, because why not? Which is why Michelle Rodriguez is in this movie. Cause she was in the first one and she comes back as the same character pretty much um, kind of funny, kind of hilarious. Uh, otherwise uh, yeah, don't see this movie. I'm sure there is another terrible action movie you can catch. Not uh, even worth the drunken feature, huh? I would not go see this movie again drunk or God, that's uh, and bad. I regret, and I regret seeing it. Um uh, that's Bing, a Bing, rare one. Bing Bing Lee was in it, who is a very attractive person. Yeah, so yeah, go Bing Bing Lee. Yeah, if you want to see it for that, um go ahead. Other than that, uh I guess uh you might have to wait for the sixth one for when it comes back. And by the way, I do I'm going to make the claim, which this is a huge claim, especially in the Hollywood uh, world that it is. I think this might be the last one. I think this is the last Resident Evil movie. It's it's right here. because of it, how bad it was yeah and the way like it was really like it seemed like everybody was putting in a c effort on this and it just yeah i've got a feeling it's the last one reboot 2014 right right so james what <laughs> james what happened for you um i ended up seeing the movie looper today looper in theaters now um it's a movie that takes a place about 30 years in our future um it's about a guy named Joe who is a looper, and a looper is a hitman who uh, works for the mob of the future, uh, 30 years from his future. So like the 2070s, basically. And people said the mob wouldn't get their shit together. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. But uh, yeah, apparently in the year 2070-something, time travel is invented and immediately outlawed. Um, so only the you know huge hugely you know rich people you know i.e the mob can afford to do it on their own and it's also really hard to get rid of bodies because they put some weird you know tracking thing so their whole idea is to send bodies to the past and have them killed there and disposed of how far back uh to, to joe's time the 2040s so okay so joe's job is to show up in this field every so often and kill someone that pops into existence in front of him before before you go too far i already have a question okay do they tell you how he got the job 
Um, yes, they do. Because that confuses me. Are you going to get to that? Okay. Um, I can. I wasn't going to bring okay. it up, actually. Because I just don't understand how he's got the job of killing people from the future when he has no contact with people from the future. So, somebody from the future had come back, okay. and, but the mob basically sent sent a representative. Like, you set this up on that end, and you know, we'll be cool. Okay. okay. So, basically, Jeff Daniels... You know Daniels. what's really cool is, that, like, they can pay him in future money, and it's probably, like, inflated all shit. <laughs> like, I wish I could pay somebody, like, three bucks an hour to do something, and then be like, oh, yeah, Mr. G. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Jeff Daniels is the boss on the the, the past side that uh, kind of runs all the loopers, basically. Jeff Daniels, all right. Yeah, Jeff Daniels. All right, man. So, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he plays uh, our hero, Joe. And things go smoothly until um, they send back his future self, which isn't totally out of the blue. They're called loopers because when they take the job, they know in X amount of time they're going to have to kill their future self, therefore getting rid of the trace of them being a assassin for the mob. See, that would be a problem for me, regardless <laughs> yeah. of like benefits or I mean Yeah, and right. usually and in our characters our main character's case, you're they're usually a hard luck case that kinda has no option, like, okay, I will take this job because I'm fucked otherwise. Um basically Like know, he's gonna get arrested or something. Or yeah, or he was abandoned and they pulled him off the street or you know, stuff yeah. like that. So and they're not Usually they're not the brightest of people. I have a really good solution for this. They should have other loopers kill. Like, yeah, like all you need is really two loopers, and they can kill each other that way. Right. There, it gets rid of the whole. You know. Yeah. Okay. This, this is fun. I'm happy we're shitting on the movie before. <laughs> so anyway, that's the premise of the movie, or the the background really, because it doesn't end up really being the premise. It's more of the setup for the movie, which is kind of why I like the movie. It wasn't the whole plot of everything. It was just the setup. Yeah, so and, I'm jumping. It's about yeah, like all that is revealed in the first half hour, you know, kind of explained and that kind of stuff. He does a little narration in the beginning to help you through it. And um, once his older self, a.k.a. Bruce Willis, shows up, shit hits the fan and things change a lot. And they they do a lot of cool stuff that I don't want to go into too much because I actually think people should see this movie. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's more things at work here than just the whole, um, you know, the, space the hitman part of it. Yeah. Oh, well, I was, I was curious. Like, are they doing a lot of time-oriented things? Like, There, oh, there is a little bit of time-oriented stuff in there. You'll see some uh, well-used uh, little fun things that they've done in the past, you know. Dude, but... this guy did Brick and the, Blo- the Brothers Bloom. I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, the Brothers yeah. Bloom wasn't, like, fantastic. but it, That I mean, one I don't know, but off. I remember you reviewing Brick. But, uh, yeah. So... But uh, yeah, so it was a pretty decent movie. Um, and the part that like kind of screws things up is Bruce Willis has his own agenda when he's coming over. So it's kind of that's that's where the whole story actually takes place and kind of evolves from that. Um, it's I was a, you know I'm a sucker for the you know the basic sci-fi premise. This this gave it to me. Yeah, I it looked interesting. They did a good job of not making things too futuristic and too gaudy and out of control. So, like things still look the same. The world itself was like in the 2040s. It was pretty much you know the same except there's a high 
Um, there's a bigger discrepancy between the poor and the rich, and basically you're, a lot of people are vagrants. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, surprise, surprise. <laughs> but it's not even like a big deal. Like It's just kind of in the background. It's not like a point. You know, It's not like a, you know... There's no political unrest. It's not like no, in time. It's like that, in that movie In Time, yeah. Yeah, it's not like that where they're fighting for the poor or anything like that. It's just... Because it's art. Yeah, so anyway. But uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I've, I would say it's worth a, tr- you know, a try. So... Is it like is it open like these time movies and for some reason I've got started thinking about Inception for some reason but like is it like a clear cut ending yes, to this movie? yeah okay, yeah right. it's not some weird yeah it's not some open ended type thing so there are a lot of it's a, a closed loop if you will a <laughs> uh, lot of people in this movie anyone else like actually sign up and do a good job for this or? um. Uh, Emily Blunt does a pretty good job. Uh, she kind of gets caught in the crossfire and um, plays a, a pretty main character once it gets going. Uh, Paul Dano plays a pretty uh, fun character. He's he doesn't last very long. He's a he's a fellow looper that <laughs> that runs into the same problem where he you know sees his older self and bulks it, finishing him off, and they let you you know see what happens if you don't do it through Paul Dano's character. So they made an example. Of <laughs> yeah, Paul basically. Dano. Yeah. God. Remember when he was in Cowboys and Aliens? I do. Yeah. So, and Jeff Daniels is pretty good as the, as the, uh, the, the mob boss, and Piper Perabu shows up as a stripper. So you do end up, yeah, Piper Perabu, friend of the show. Um, do you you do end up meeting some people from the future? Jeff Daniels is assumably from the future. Yes. Yes. He was sent and back. Do from... we get to hear any more? Or you're not gonna. That's gonna spoil it if we hear if there's any other people from the future other than people sent back to die. Uh, no. It's uh, everything else is set in the 2040 okay. timeline. Okay. All right. Interesting. The cool. future. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am interested in seeing this movie. I mean, it's not a great movie, but it, it was intriguing enough to, you know, and even at the end, I kind of figured out what was happening, but it, like it didn't even ruin it for me, like because I didn't know how they were going to show it and stuff like that. So, and there's a lot of stuff at play that I didn't even bring up because I don't want to, you know, ruin it. Maybe I'll go see Seven Psychopaths and then loop back into the there theater you go. for Looper. And I'll yeah. be like, I'm just doing what they do. In the movie. <laughs> You're the one showing the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame me. Uh, cool, cool, fantastic. And uh, yeah, this weekend, a lot of, a lot of very little uh, Seven Psychopaths. And hopefully, we'll have that for for next week. Atlas Shrugged Two gets released, and that'll be interesting. I'm sure I'll go see that. Uh, so uh, I guess this brings us to the special surprise. There's a surprise, right? I was told there was a surprise today. Is that not true? I'm looking at Surprise you guys. Surprise ruined. Surprise! Yeah, Jeff has something. I made a quiz. You made a quiz? It's a very, very simple quiz, as I am a very, very simple person. <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. You're a tremendous slouch. <laughs> ah, sorry. I had a lot of beer in my mouth right there. Um, <laughs> so I, my quiz is extremely simple. I have... um assembled some of the greatest first lines in movies ever. Uh, all of these are movies that I have seen. That's really the only tie um, for all of them. And movies, for the most part, that I like. I uh, there only I don't think there are any in here that I don't think are pretty good movies. So, uh, so line, it's not going to be tax. It's going to be somebody said it. Right. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah. So, like for instance, I don't have a Star Wars, but if I had Star Wars, it wouldn't be like the scroll. It would be like C three PO saying, "Did you hear that?" or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would be that'd be kind of tricky. Be right. Tricky. No. 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 It's not that. 
It was the best of times. It's a book. Yeah. All right. Um, today so is a good day to die. Shout out the name yeah. of the movie. Um, wins. Uh, I I think I have like fourteen okay. of them. I'm gonna get fucking rolled. How many times have we had a head to head with Jim? Uh, Jim being part of it. How many times? Like twice, maybe. I think. Yeah, I don't know, but. <clears throat> These are Jeff movies, then you might have the inside track. So we'll uh, see. I feel like these are pretty pretty general. But okay. There there are a couple that I feel like are maybe in the bag for uh, for for one of you or the other, but we'll see. All right. So first one, as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Good fellas. Good job, uh, Greg. Yeah. Greg won. Whee! You won. It's over. Well, shit. <laughs> that was it. Thank you. Yay! The other thirteen will go in the box. All right. Next one. I was 12, going on 13, the first time I saw a dead human being. Uh, I mean? Yes, thank you. Greg, running the show. For some reason, I wanted to say the name of the book, which I've never even read. I'm like, the body. No, that's not it. <laughs> like, why am I thinking of the book? Books ruining your life. I know, exactly. That's because you started reading those uh, Game of Thrones books. You should put them By the on. way, I saw two previews of the movie with Game of Thrones TV characters in it. Yeah, Jon Snow. Jon Snow and Jamie Lannister. Yeah, which one's he in? The Jamie Lannister one, like actually kind of some horror movie, also. Shit. All right, continue, Jeff. Continue. Continue the joke. All right. Um, here's here's a good one. Choose life. Choose a job. Choose a career. Train choose spotted? a family. Nice job, Greg. Three nothing. I didn't have a chance at that one. Yeah, that that one was definitely leaning towards me. All right, this one is great, um, and I'm actually – if I have to read the entire thing, so be it, but I've actually put like an ellipsis in the middle, so like I'm skipping like a paragraph here. I'll let you know when I'm skipping the paragraph. Yeah. Greetings, my friends. We are all interested in the future, for that is where you and I are going to spend the rest of our lives. And remember, my friends, future events such as these will affect you in the future. Ellipses. The incidents, the places, my friends. We cannot keep this secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friends, can your heart stand the shocking facts about the grave robbers from outer space? Uh, Plan 9 from outer space. Greg, for nothing. <laughs> okay, then. Yes! Plan 9! The one that worked! The one that worked! God, that movie is so great. Uh, have you actually watched it? I've seen. I, I definitely yeah. watched it. And yeah, it's I, so I saw it in college with Coet. Yeah. Coet found it for like a buck and on VHS. Just it's amazing. It. And I actually, for some reason, I, I gotta look this up. But I swear there are like multiple remakes in the in the works. I gotta look that up. But yeah, continue continue the quiz. I am Gunnery Sergeant Hartman, your senior drill instructor. From now on, you uh, must fold metal jacket. Metal jacket. All right, Jim got that one. Four to one. This is actually the one that made me uh, do this quiz. I, I actually um, had just recorded this movie recently and tried to watch it, and for whatever reason, the video wasn't working on my like DVR. It was being all goofy. So uh, all I heard was the audio, and I was like, fuck it. If my TV's going to be messed up, I'll make a quiz. So <laughs> that's, that's a great inspiration for it. That's cool. I yeah. like it. So I heard this and I thought, man, what a great opening line. And I think I think you guys will get this one. We were somewhere around Barstow on the edge of the desert when the drugs began to take hold. Oh, um, whatever that one is with Hunter S. Thompson. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Thank you, Greg. All right, five to one. 
<sighs> Jim, come on. I haven't seen like half of these. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Way out west, there was this fella I want to tell you about. Big Lebowski. Six to one. Yes. I've seen that one once. That's pretty good. Dude, I... Lebowski once? Yeah. What have you been doing with your time? So, yeah, no shit. Making quizzes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Better oh. quizzes than this, no doubt. I, it, it speaks to the quality of my quiz that Jim is not just running it. If it were a good quiz, Jim would be running it. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I'm really going through and thinking, what would Jeff use as a movie? That's my thought processes right now. Give me something. Well, I'll guarantee you Tenenbaums is on its way. So just get ready for that. I almost didn't use this one because it's just it's but it kept it kept showing up on like lists that I was like other lists that I was looking at so I figured I'd throw it in there. One time, my cousin Walter got this cat stuck up his ass. True story. He bought it at our local mall. Clerks fiasco wound up on the news. Was it Clerks? No. Okay. Um. Oh wait, wait. It's uh better off dead. No. Damn it. I hope somebody said very it. Close to that, if you I said something already, say it again. I haven't said it. I haven't said it. I said two movies, but you said better off dead and clerks, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. Um God damn it. I don't know what it is. Hang on. I might have to start giving hints here, huh? Can you just say it? Can you repeat it? One time my cousin Walter got this cat stuck up his ass. True story. He bought it at our local mall, so the whole fiasco mall. up on the news. Say again? Mall rats? Mall rats is correct. <laughs> is that six to two? It's a lot to two, yes. I don't know what. Right. Give me ten. Give me ten. This one's gonna be a uh this one's gonna case. be a uh what do you call it? A race. race to the finish, yeah. Listen, here's the thing. If you can't spot the sucker in the first half hour at Shit. the table, then you are the Hustler. Or Color of Money. No. No? Rounders. Rounders is correct. Seven to two. Wrong table. <laughs> wrong, wrong kind of table. All right. This one, I think, should be relatively obvious, but I love it so much that I, it's it's in there anyway. The key to faking up parents is the clammy hands. It's a good non-specific. Thank you. All right. Seven, three. Seven, three. Uh, I have one. Can you can you finish that? Because I, I don't I don't know the quote. I'd love to learn a little bit. So it's can a you, good, uh, okay. Yeah. So the key to faking out the parents is the clammy hands. It's a good non-specific symptom. I'm a big believer in it. <laughs> it's really good. All right. So I have one, two, three, four, five left. So Jim, time to step up. Yeah. Okay. I believe in America. America has made my fortune. Uh, Wall Street? That's a good yes. guess. That's a good guess. But it's not right. Greed, greed is good, maybe. Maybe that's the first thing. Uh, I believe in America. America has made my fortune. Um, Godfather. Great guess. Nice job. That's it. Nice. Yeah, it's the the Baker guy. Or no, the Undertaker dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or no, maybe it is the Baker guy. Anyway, continue. Yeah, whoever it is at the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. at the party. Yeah. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. Ouch. Fight Club. I don't know. Um, Fight Club is. People always ask me if I know Tyler. 
I don't, I don't know. Product of my environment. I want the environment to be. 2006 a- movie. Whoa. Hmm. 2006. You can quote a 2006 movie. Oh, wait. Mm. That's what. <laughs> Oh wait, wait. Hang on a sec. I just oh well I just IMDB'd it and it said two thousand six, but like the movie that came out there we go. Yeah, there it is. Two thousand six, yes. Two thousand six. Um hmm. second hint, it won uh won four Oscars in two thousand six. Whoa. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. Hmm. Yeah, I can't get it. Oh. All right. Next hint. <laughs> Alec Baldwin is in this movie. Alec Baldwin. Whoa. I would not have expected that. Uh, Alec Baldwin, 2006. Uh, is it... um? Martin oh. Sheen is in this movie. Uh, yeah, stop it. Because I know what it is, but I can't think of it. It's, um... Oh, is it The Departed? God. Hey, oh. nice job, Jim. What's funny is I was Martin going through Sheen. the line, like, here lies a faithful departed, and I couldn't think of what the title was out of that. Son of a bitch, I had it. Yeah, you were definitely onto that before I was. Yeah. All right, so 7-5 now. Here comes three more. The world has changed. I feel it in the water. I feel it in the earth. Shit. I smell it in the air. What did you say? What year was it? You didn't. Oh, I haven't said what you <laughs> Nice try. Oh, uh, shit. I smell it. Oh, it's um, Lord of the Rings. It's uh, oh. what? Fellowship of the Ring. Fellowship of the Ring. Yep, that's okay. it. 8-5. All right, Jim, you can get some pride here, but, but Greg took it from you. Two more. What came first, the music or the misery? Uh, high Fidelity. High Fidelity. Oh, I gotta give it to Greg too. Yeah, it's Greg. Oh. All right, and finally, this one's for this one's for Jim. I, I think I actually watched this movie with Jim. So now I want you to remember that no bastard ever won a war by dying for his country. He won it by making the other poor dumb bastard die for his country. Uh, that sounds really familiar. Um, Charlie Wilson's War. No, I'll go with Private Ryan, but I don't think it's that one. Uh, it's uh, fuck. Is it, uh, the hell's the name of that movie? Catch Me If You Can? No. no. 1970 movie. Whoa, 1970 movie? Like, On the Dot 1970 movie? 1970 On the Dot. Hmm. Casablanca. Good guess. No, that's no. way too recent. <laughs> should wait. Bad guess. Never mind. <laughs> that was, um, 1970, um, This Thing? No. Dude, what the hell? It's a war. Like, is this a war movie? Godfather is 19. Oh, it's um. I know this fucking quote. Ah, uh, it's not a. Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, yeah. It's a. <laughs> is it Apocalypse Now? It's Apocalypse Now. No, it's not. <laughs> That's funny. It's a Francis Ford Coppola movie, and it's not. Yeah, a... he, he's one of the writers. He actually did not direct it. Is it? <sighs> Going through my Coppola movie in this now. The Outsiders, no. Um, God, I wish it was The Outsiders. That would be the 80s. 1970. Seven Oscars. I'm awful. 
I should know this. I've, I know that quote. I'm not going to not let you guys get this. Uh, let's see. Uh, George C. Scott stars in the titular role. Patton? There you go. Uh, Patton? You asked <laughs> that with me? Any more obvious. <laughs> All right. So that's my quiz. Awesome. And guess who won it? Yeah. Greg did. Yes. On account of it's a bad quiz. No, I just hadn't seen like half of those first ones. Sorry about that. No, no worries. Goodfellas, Stand By Me, Train Spotting, Fear and Loathing, Big Lebowski, Rounders, and I got like one or two others in there. You haven't seen most of those? I haven't seen. I've seen Lebowski once. Train Spotting, I've seen parts of. Uh, I haven't seen Plan Nine. Oh yeah, Planet Nine. Planet Nine from Outer Space. There's something else up there. I forget. Like after you see that, like just. Oh my God! The like just story of uh, was it Bela Lugosi? Is that who's in that movie? The plays oh, the vampire, yeah. one of the vampires. Yeah, Bela Lugosi. Just, yeah, like you don't know. Just got like rubed into it. Right. That's the thing. Like you don't know how bad or how amazing that movie is until you realize like that guy ended up playing the Ghoul Man in Plan Nine from Outer Space. Right. How the fuck did that happen? Like, <laughs> amazing and then you just yeah you read about bell Lugosi and you get depressed as shit right um, but no i liked it it was a good premise for a quiz yeah i do i do uh and the the first uh the first the only know, the only one i always remember because i always wanted to use it in my trivia game i'd make someday was today is a good day to die <laughs> and that was for flatliners <laughs> just because it was fitting for the right to, right you know the topic um and billy ball was in it key for Sutherland. Yeah, another another key for Sutherland, uh, and I think you know the first minute, two minutes of a, a movie are important. So set the tone. Yeah, well, it's uh, I think it's a very good quiz, and I uh, dominate it. So I think I should lend as much credible credibility to it as possible. <laughs> that was great, great quiz, great job, everybody, all around. Uh, <laughs> nice job, high fives, high fives. Yeah. Uh, so cool, very cool. So I guess this uh, brings us to the coolness, the ultimate coolness, the Parker Posey play along the end of the show, which is sad. In some ways, but you know it's it's cool. Um, and we had a little bit of a little bit of a Parker Posey last week, which was actually uh, simplified in a way. We ended up uh, talking about episodes that we liked, stuff like that. Jeff picked episode fifty. I picked. Uh, um, I'm already remembering like all my cool Parker Poseys as I was talking about, but um, everybody had uh, a lot of cool, cool ideas, cool. Uh, cool things that they remembered was super awesome from our podcast. And actually we have uh, another Parker Posey this week, which this is um, last week was sort of a group effort. This one is my Parker Posey. This one's specifically mine. And I was thinking about uh, after listening to our podcast last week over and over again, because, you know, I study it, try to figure out, you know, who made mistakes. I point a lot of fingers at interns, a lot of finger pointing at Jeff, um, but no finger pointing at Jim, Jim, you're the quiz master. So I can't get on your bad side. Um, Appreciate it. But we did. Uh, hang on. Actually, after the recount, it seems that Jim won this quiz. Um, <laughs> I'm counting these again. And I like yeah. it. I like it. Favorite favorite uh, thing is my quiz. Um, so I uh, we did actually get on a couple couple people's nerves last week. We shit on a lot of things that Hollywood's been doing for the last four and a half years. Talked about remakes. Talked about sequels. Talked about 3D a little bit. And I was dwelling on that for a while, you know, running around my head a little bit. And 
I realized that not all of those things that we talked about are awful. And I didn't want everybody to feel like that. We thought it was an absolute, like these things are terrible things. And I know Jeff probably feels that way, but I don't completely hate, you know, all remakes and all sequels and all 3d movies, but I do hate a lot of them. Um, which leads us to our question for this week. And the question is what, uh, movie remake that you've seen, hopefully, or maybe you've, maybe you've read the script. I don't know. Uh, but what movie remake have you seen that you actually liked? It doesn't have to be more. You didn't like it more. You could have liked it. But more I than, did. You know? And if, yeah. And if you did great, if you did like it more than the original, that's fantastic. But if you can't think of one that you liked more than the original, what remake have you seen that you actually liked? Um, and yeah, we're looking, we're not looking for a sequel here. We're looking for a official, you know, reboot, remake, whatever you want to call it in that scenario, but, uh, an actual remake. I'm ready. And <laughs> I, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. Um, but I get to go first. Cause Damn it. um, I went with liked, I didn't go with, I liked it more than the original. I had a hard time doing that. I couldn't think of an answer that I've seen a movie remake that I liked more than the original. I'm sure there's one out there that I just could not think of at the time but um i'm going with uh, the the low-hanging fruit of the batman begins series the new dark knight the new batman launch the new original batman series is awesome and i like that one more than the new batman series but i like the new series a lot um uh batman begins is what i'm focused on here i, I don't picking a sequel out of the relaunches would probably be i consider that cheating so like batman right, begins right. the new the new start is was the uh, a good the movie. origin story. Yeah. yeah, good movie. Liam Neeson coming out in his badass self. And then, of course, making badass millions in the new Taken movies. Congratulations, Liam. I'm happy you're finally getting your money after Crawl. Congratulations. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I just think uh, overall, like, it created a great series. But basing it on itself, I like the action. that The music in that, the soundtrack to that movie, we have now seen. It was almost like the Gladiator music. Now that you've seen the Batman movie... You hear that music everywhere. It's almost like, oh, yeah, everyone loved it. Let's use that exact same tempo in every other thing we do for the next three years. It was kind of like a benchmark for movies after it came out. Uh, but that's the one I'm picking. That's that's what I'm doing. James, you sound ready to go. So, uh, yeah, how about we start with you? All right. Uh, yeah, it's one that I saw recently, actually, and it's Total Recall. Um yeah, yeah I, uh, I did not like the first one. Uh, Just because you're not a Sharon Stone fan. Like, Sharon Stone's amazing in that movie. <laughs> yes, what? yes, amazing. Um, yeah, I did not like the first one. It was too corny for me, if that's possible for an Arnie fan, which I <laughs> consider myself. But, um, yeah, just really didn't have any... I still need to see it. it. I still need to see but, it. Uh, yeah, the new one, um, it's, it's a little different. Makes it different enough to, you know let it stand on its own two legs, but yet it's still the same story. Um, I mean, there's nothing amazing in this movie, but it was a decent, solid movie, and the action sequences were filmed cool enough, and the setting and atmosphere of the movie was cool enough for me to make me like this movie and make me like it more than the original. Um, How many times have you seen Total Recall, the original? Uh, Several. I don't know. (laughs) Just, Just... Take that, take that into consideration that you've only seen Bing Lebowski once and you've seen Total Recall several times. I just want to point that out. That's Understood. Kind of, just <laughs> want to rub that in a little bit. Uh, Jeff, did you think of something? I am really struggling to come up with an answer here. Oh, um, remake, any remake that you found that you actually found entertaining, that you actually liked. Good in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> um, I mean, want... obviously, like the Batman thing is tremendous. Right. 
the first thing that popped into my head was the uh, like the Tim Burton Willy Wonka. I didn't really okay. like it that much, but it, like it wasn't. I don't know. It was kind of disappointing because I was like, oh, cool, Tim Burton Willy Wonka. I like these things and like right two know. things that you like put together, and it was just with those things you thought it'd be amazing, but it was just. Right, Whatever. it was it was okay. Like, um, that's that's what you wanted, right? Something that I was like yeah, totally you, milk toast yeah, about. It didn't have to be uh, better than the original, but something you liked. And if you do need a little more time, uh, live listener uh, guest host of the show, Josh is bringing up Evil Dead Two, which <laughs> is a sequel. It is not a remake. I'm not allowing that, even though Jeff kind of laid down the the. Uh, groundwork for that argument last week. Uh, Evil Dead Two is not a remake. That, that is a that is a good answer. Though. <laughs> um, Evil Dead Two is a remake. Um, <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Um, I'm trying to think of something to inspire you, and I'm even having a hard time suggesting something for you. Yeah, there are a lot of like. Since you're not a big, the biggest horror fan, there are a lot of horror movies that have been remade, relaunched. You obviously have a lot of the comic book stuff of Spider-Man, Superman. Um, yeah, I wish I had seen the new Spider-Man because I bet I would have liked it better than the Tobey Maguire ones. But uh, That was another one that fits in my category, too. Good call. <laughs> Good call. I'm taking all the answers. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? I'm sticking with Willy Wonka, even though, like, you know. Whatever. I'm sure that'll all change once you see Red Dawn. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's gonna be fantastic. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, and then there are there are obviously like other movies based on kind of like the same material, same source, but those would wouldn't be exactly uh, uh, legitimate for an answer for this either. So, question being, uh, you didn't have to love it, didn't have to be your favorite movie. I'm just simply asking, trying to find out if you know remakes aren't terrible for everybody. What remake have you seen that you liked? If it's better than the original, if you think it was better than the original, even better. But if not, as long as you liked it, I'm looking for an answer because I'm looking for uh, a little bit mine. of evidence. I got mine. Yeah, okay. I, I just I, – I had to cheat and I Googled like movies that you don't think about as being remakes. But Scarface is totally mine. Okay. Yeah, there are a ton of – yeah, there are a lot of movies definitely that have launched way – like Rob, go see Robin Hood, I guess, would be another right, one. Right, right. Been made a hundred times. So yeah, okay, Scarface, fantastic. Um, so yeah, that's because I'm a gangster. Yeah, I'm a gangster. <laughs> have you seen the original? No. Oh, <laughs> Do I have to have seen the original. You must have liked it better than the original. Oh, I'm, I'm assuming that I did. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that Jeff from then. That wasn't one of the criteria. Uh, okay, I, I said I, you're right. You're right. I said a remake that you actually liked. That's right. The question is, what remake have you seen that you actually liked? So I guess. Uh, Ooh, ooh, the Lord of the Rings movies, because yeah. the cartoons were not that good. So. <laughs> all right, that's it. No more answers for Jeff. More answers. More Christmas answers. Carol. Yeah. Christmas Carol. Oh. Uh, all right, so that's the question. We have the boards, gungabit.com. Thank you guys so much. We should mention, um, as a uh, PSA, wrap-up of the show, I guess, would, is uh, we're having issues with our RSS feed we've had for a while. We're going to get them figured out. Get them all sorted. This RSS feed has to do with you subscribing through iTunes. So if you have issues finding us, that is uh, probably why uh, I blame Jim for uh, reasons uh, unknown. I don't know what plug to put in. I, and, uh, <laughs> I still get it. And uh, yeah, so we're figuring those things out. We just want to let you guys know that we're working on it, and our interns on the clock, like around the clock, just constantly uh, are thinking of new ways to uh, get around the man because the man is what's stopping us. And, uh, yeah, I guess that brings us to the wrap of the episode. James, Jeff, uh, thank you again. 201, thank you for being here. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Hey, drive safe, folks. 
Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you, live listeners. Uh, the John Malkovich Malkovich Movie Hour. See you later. Thank <laughs> you.